Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, Klaus, I was just thinking, like, if, if Michael Jackson, he, if he was banging little people... Is that like a little nicotine patch for Michael Jackson? You know, like, you know, so he wouldn't have done the stuff with the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he just banged little people instead. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, uh, quick, hit the button, hit the button. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Woo! We've got a race coming up this weekend. The British Grand Prix. We're heading over there. Get hyped. Also, it's episode 164. Woo! Oh my lord, it is going to be a big one today. Now let's just quickly check. In the last 10 seconds, has anyone said the N-word? Anyone? No? Bit of Django Unchained definitely required for this episode because it's N-words galore out there in the Formula 1 world. But don't worry, Bernie said something stupid. We're definitely going to have to cover that as well as everything heading into the British Grand Prix. But... It's now time to hand the mic over to a man. A man that's been showing off his crowd jewels while buttering up your crumpet. That man is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Grip it with both hands, because it is your main squeeze. Coolie, aka the Coolopotamus, just took the private chopper in from the Palais in the south of France. Did a bit of grape stomping earlier. Let the juices ooze down. Mm. Oh, this is Coolopotamus, and I had a wonderful time sampling our own juices. Not like that. Calm down, calm down. But you know what? I checked the time, and it was time to get into the private chopper with Eugene. Flying, my chopper, my driver, my pilot. Heading over to the Perth International Racing Circuit. It costs 58 billion. It seats 46 million minimum on this 93 mile long state of the art facilities. It could hold five F1 races at any one time. Oh my gosh, could you imagine that? 100 F1 cars at once? Oh, it could handle it. And I'm looking around the grandstands and it is at capacity. But. Can I ask each and every one of you to look under your seats because it appears that I've uh, misplaced my Fermi. And if you come across my Fermi, just remember to park it on up in there as it is the Parking In My Fermi Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the entire world, according to my mum. 
We've got all the news, opinions, discussions, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, old Bernie, communist loving asshole chats, and more. Woo. Episode 164, coming at you hard and fast, but don't be soft and slow. No, 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 no. If you've missed out on the previous 163, you just head over to the number one website in the entire world that doesn't contain the naked boobies yet. It's sparklingmyfairway.com. Better yet, if you look down at that podcast listening device of yours, oh, you see the app? Yeah, that app that you chose. Oh, is it Spotify? Is it Apple Podcasts? Is it Google Podcasts? Is it Overcast? Is it iHeartRadio? I don't even know what it is, but you see it there, right? You see that subscribe and follow button. Oh, it's teasing you. It's begging you, pleading with you. Oh, please press us, press us now. Yeah, you press that button. Oh, that way you're going to be the first in the world to hear this. My sexy, soothing, smooth sounds three times a week and there ain't a damn thing wrong with getting down and dirty in the slot, rolling around with the cultopotamus, looking for a little slap and tickle three times a week. No, 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 no. Well, what the hell are we going to talk about today? Well, we've got the British Grand Prix coming up this weekend. We need to break down everything that's going to happen as well as Cordy's top five bold predictions for the race weekend and the lock of the week. But how about... um? See if anyone else has said anything inappropriate. Oh, yeah, Bernie Eccleston. Good to see he's still got all his faculties. Well, let's see what he had to say as well. We'll break all that down, as well as go through some of the driver ratings in F122 because um, a few head-scratching moments, but I'll tell you why they've exactly got it right and you all need to shut your damn traps. Huh, got a lot to unpack, a lot to get through today, and I am uh, feeling pretty, pretty good about it. Pretty, pretty good. And, but I'm looking out over the crowd. And it upsets me to do this. But yeah, you. Yeah, you. You know who I'm looking at? You. You look disgusting. You, you dress like that to come to the, the Pimp International Racing Circuit to sit there and watch the Cultipotamus do his thing, put on a performance, put on art for you, and that's how you dress? No, 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 no. Head over to parkingmyfurbay.com slash merch. Use the code podcast exclusive 5 5% off. Maybe pick yourself up something a little bit better. Maybe a nice pimp embroidered silk robe. That way, <laughs> just dripping in sex appeal, baby. But it's time we all sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Check the flags, check the flag. Okay, guys. Well, it was not our day. We were fast. But I don't recall a single scene that went uh, our way this race. Anyways, well done. Shame. Yeah, thanks, man. It's not been our weekend. Lance got me 10 in the end. At least we get a point. Thanks, Russian and uh, PZ. Wow. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. We're so quick this weekend. Everything went against us. I mean, it's how it happens sometimes. Yeah. Oh. Come back. Have a beer. <laughs> Everyone, you deserve it. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oh, that is exactly what you need to do. Go ahead and like those socials. Don't dilly dally like your homegirl Sally from the Valley. No, no, no. You go ahead right now. The Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, and you like them. Yes. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Okay, okay. Calm down. Calm down. Because uh, whew, a lot's happened. A lot has happened. we got to talk about Nelson PK. He's been banned from the paddock. I said it in the last episode that is something that should happen, and it looks like it has. He's no longer welcome to join Formula One paddock or pit lane at all. Good. F off, you racist old man. Oh, but he didn't mean it like that. Oh, he didn't mean to call... Lewis Hamilton, the, the N-word, because it means something different where he's from. You don't get to pick and choose how someone is affected by the words that you speak. If Lewis Hamilton has his feelings hurt because of that, as he has the right to because you called him the N-word, then yes, you fucked up. Nelson PK, you fucked up. He's banned from the paddock. Also, can we stop asking Max Verstappen his thoughts about it? Because despite their rivalry, I'm sure him and Lewis get along just fine. Right, there's a healthy competition there. Right, but yes, Max is banging Nelson Piquet's daughter. So, he's got a foot in each camp. 
He just wants to go balls deep and have Nelson PK's daughter sit on his face. That's all he wants to do. He doesn't want to answer your tough questions. He doesn't have to agree or have an opinion on what was said. And another thing that happened during the week, Yuri Vips keeps his seat with high tech. So Red Bull came out and just disowned the guy, kicked him out of the program. You're not coming to Alpha Towering. You're not coming to Red Bull Racing. But high tech are going to keep him in the seat for the rest of the season? What? What the hell kind of decision was that? So that all happened this week. But there's a lot more we actually need to talk about. We're not even going to dive into those topics today because the British Grand Prix is about to be underway. And I think even Free Practice 1 has probably already started by the time this gets out. And good news, boys and girls. Good effing news because... Yes, typical British summer weather is here. Saturday and Friday, it is. It's raining men. Woo, hallelujah, it's raining men. Yes, 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 yes. It is raining men. At least for Friday and Saturday, it's going to be wetter than your nan's panties when George Russell's on the TV. Also, a slight chance for some rain on Sunday as well, so it could prove be a fairly interesting race and that will obviously i mean have some influence on my picks um on Cody's top five bold predictions and the lock of the week coming up later on and as soon as you add wet weather element into the equation it changes everything in particular fernando alonso a genius in the wet as well as max verstappen so you'll probably see something similar to what we saw on canada and may get a cheeky little one two from those two on the grid for sunday's race but Klaus, please, bring down your crystal balls. Doris, please flash me those ooh, tarot cards because I've got a magic mirror right here on the wall and I'm ready to predict everything that is going to happen at the British Grand Prix this weekend. Yeah, but Cordy, your predictions are so wrong. You'll never get any of them right. People don't want to hear what you have to say. What the fuck is your problem, Klaus? What the fuck is your problem, Klaus? Yep, come on. Come with me. You get your ass in the fucking dungeon. I'm putting you down there again. And this time, I'm not letting you out. Every time I crack, every time your brother Wilhelm, he presses the buttons and he fucks it up. And I go, oh, I wish I had Klaus back. Not today. Not today. You're going down there and you're staying there for good. So say goodbye. You're never coming out again. Jesus. Calm down, man. No one's coming for you, buddy. Oh, my God. Klaus, you're staying here with the other producers that couldn't press the buttons right. The other people that have done me wrong. And yes, I've got a dungeon underneath my track, and I, I feel it's necessary. Especially when we've got people like you not pressing the right buttons for me. All right? Not sharing the same opinions I share. Not being a good assistant. Worst button pusher ever. Oh my god. Sorry. Sorry you had to hear that every time. But this time I'm not letting him out. I'm not doing it. No, you can boo all you like. He's not coming out. Class is staying down there for good. It's going to be Kultopotamus, Wilhelm and Doris bringing you all the goods you need for today's show. Oh my god. He sassed me. I can't believe he fucking sassed me. Anyway, I'm getting heated. Where the fuck were we? Yes, predicting the British Grand Prix. It's going to be a weekend of non-stop British bias. A weekend where Crofty and Button and Brundle and so on and so forth start losing their fucking minds over Hamilton, Russell and Norris. And to be honest, I'm going to start hating on all the British drivers. I genuinely like those three. But when Crofty blows a load every time he sees Hamilton, it gets a bit tiresome. The amount of times he's going to say Hamilton is going down the Hamilton straight... It's going to be fucking stupid. But there's gravel traps in Silverstone. That is immediately giving Carlos Sainz nightmares, and I am all for it. But there are some good runoff areas as well. And the pro to having runoff areas means that the drivers are more likely to push their cars to the absolute limit, run wide, because there's no risks for them. However, the negative to them is that they ignore the track limits, 
It's harder for them to overtake in those areas. The engine wear and tear. I mean, it's going to be a pretty interesting race. Adding to this, it also means the demands on the car might be so much that you could see engine failures and some crashes from that. So expect to see some yellow and red flags as a result, like we did last year. But hopefully, not a collision between Max and Hamilton again, because, whoo, tell you what, that, that sparked some fireworks last year, didn't it? Oh, yes siree. But it is what we like to call a power track. So you can expect teams like Alpine and Red Bull to perform really, really well here. And it's funny watching Alpine this season decide that they weren't going to bother with making their car quick in the corners whatsoever and just focus on them being absolutely unpassable in the straight line. Turns three through eight are kind of the technical slow parts of the track. But from 8 all the way through to 16, it's got a lot of power, a lot of high-end speed as well. And because of that, teams like Williams, Haas, and even Ferrari are going to struggle a little bit. Yes, I said it. Ferrari, you prancing ponies. I think this is going to be a bad weekend for Ferrari, and it'll be a turning point for Mercedes. That is where they're going to start closing that gap even more and have some consistent results, some half-decent results with a consistent car. I'm expecting Mercedes to finish second on the constructors' table at the end of the year, and they'll have a great weekend here and get a nice advantage on Ferrari. You look at the races that are coming up. We've got Austria. We've got Monza coming up not far away. Belgium. And we've got Silverstone this weekend. High-power circuits. I think this is really where Mercedes start putting the foot down and start making Ferrari look like a bunch of numpties. Haas will huss it up. That's just what they do. They'll DNF and Latifi and a Williams might as well have that thing in reverse. That's how quick he'll be going out there. Albon may have a little sniff at P10, but I think the pace will be a massive issue for Williams and I can see them both not getting out of Q1. But now let's talk about the elephant in the room. Oh, yes. And the reason it's being talked about down this far on the list and not at the top of the show, it's the most nothing thing of all time. They keep hovering this over Lewis Hamilton's head and nothing will come of it. Hamilton still has piercings and jewellery, nipple clamps and the Prince Albert, but he isn't supposed to. If he doesn't remove them, he's meant to be banned. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're going to ban Hamilton. It's not going to happen. Having the sport in Hamilton's home race aren't going to ban and suspend the biggest name in that sport because of some rules that actually they can't justify too well. And you know you're doing something wrong, F1 and FIA, when Damon Hill is siding with Lewis Hamilton on this. That's twice in a row now Damon Hill has said something and I've actually agreed with him. Who would have thought? Think PK's a cunt and Hamilton can bling up as much as he wants? I'm on Damon Hill's side. If the FIA actually want to focus on jewellery instead of racist remarks, inconsistent stewards, race directors not knowing what they're doing, collecting oil money, getting women involved in the sport, putting together a 56 race calendar. If what they want to focus on instead is Lewis Hamilton's titty rings, then they're focusing on the wrong fucking thing. If Hamilton gets a ban, I'll personally take a picture of my dick and send it to everyone that's listening to this show right now. So yeah, he'll race, don't stress. And now it's time for your stat of the week. I'm a stat man! Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stat time. Yeah. Oh, so much stats. So many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stats, stats, stats. Yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Woo! I am a stat man. No need to update that intro. Make it three times longer, I say. But anyway, I'm going to give Lewis Hamilton his props, his just desserts, because Lewis Hamilton's stats today, he holds the record for the most lap records. He has eight. And, and I know you think, oh, eight, that's not that high. But when you actually think about it, as cars get quicker over time, he holds the lap records for eight different circuits. That is insane. He's set the fastest lap in Imola, Portimao, Monaco, Hungary, Zandvoort, Sochi, Suzuka, and Jeddah. Unbelievable. Eight. 
Can he get one at Silverstone? I don't know. And how's that for your stat of the week? Bada bada bee, bada bada bo. He's a stat man. Ooh, that was a good stat. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Bada bada bee, bada bada bo. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. So next on the list of morons in Formula 1, we're going to nominate Bernie Eccleston. He now joins Yuri Vips, who dropped the N-word live on a stream with his boys, but still managed to keep his seat at high tech somehow. I'm I'm still baffled by that. Then Nelson PK calls Hamilton the N-word twice in a podcast from November last year, but apparently it doesn't mean what we think it means, guys. No, he's just a little black man, yeah? Calling bullshit. You're a racist old man, Nelson. It's okay. It happens. It's not okay. Fuck you. Now, not to be outdone, Bernie Eccleston cashes in his money in the briefcase because he, too, has done something stupid, and that's come out in support of Vladimir Putin. Yes. Bernie Eccleston has come out and said, Putin is a brilliant man, and he would take a bullet for him. You can't make this shit up. You just can't make this shit up. What's next? What is going to happen next in Formula 1? Is Lewis Hamilton going to join the KKK? Is Nicholas Latifi going to win a fucking race? Is F1 Twitter not going to be toxic? I What the hell is going to happen next? I'm on the edge of my seat. You don't believe me? Wilhelm, fucking roll it. Okay. Well, someone that you have had strong opinions on is... Vladimir Putin, Uh, you said, I think back in 2019, that you'd take a bullet for him. Obviously, the situation with Ukraine means that a lot of comments have been made about Vladimir Putin, um, a lot of concerns about Russian actions in Ukraine, and a lot of things have emerged about his behavior. Um, Do you still regard him as a friend? Do you still stand by that feeling towards him? Yeah, I'd still take a bullet for him. I'd rather he didn't hurt, but I mean, if he does, I'd still take a bullet. Because he's a first-class person, and what he's doing is something that he believed was the right thing he was doing for Russia. Unfortunately, uh, he's like a lot of business people, certainly like me, that uh, we make mistakes from time to time. And when you've made the mistake, you have to do the best you can to get out of it. And I think if it had been conducted properly, I mean, the other person in Ukraine, I mean, his profession, I understand, he used to be a comedian. And I think he seems as if he wants to continue that profession. Because I think if he'd have thought about things, he would have definitely made the big enough effort to speak to Mr. Putin who is a sensible person okay. and would have listened to him and could have probably done something about it. Bernie, what, what we have is, is the actions of Vladimir Putin and, and the war that he started in Ukraine has led to the death of thousands of innocent Ukrainians, the death of a lot of Russian servicemen as well. You can't justify that, surely? Well, I don't... It wasn't intentional. I mean, the, Look at the sort of times America has moved into different countries, which has nothing to do with America. I mean, actually in America, it's their business. They like wars because they uh, sell a lot of armament, so it's good for them. So just to understand you clearly, you think that President Zelensky should have done more to avert this war and it could have been avoided by Zelensky's actions not by a change in Putin's actions. Absolutely. I don't know what he's done. Because what we see viewing it and reporting on it and covering it, what we see is one country invading another. 
one country invaded another. That's very, very clever to be able to work that out. Because I suppose that's exactly what happened. But it wasn't intentional to be a war. And I'm quite sure Ukraine, if they'd have wanted to get out of it properly, could have done. Have you had a chat with if him since? Uh, have you spoken to him since the uh, military conflict war, no. depending on how you describe it, started? No. Um, have you had a chat with him? Have you no. tried to say to him, goodness me, what a mess, rethink this? Have you had a chance to do that? No. He's probably thought about that himself. He probably doesn't need reminding. I'm absolutely sure he now wishes he hadn't have started this whole business, but didn't start as a war. Yeah, that that that's that's a real that's that is a real interview with Bernie Eccleston on Good Morning Britain. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with people? Oh, oh my god! America likes invading people. But they like starting wars because they profit off the arms. They. Bernie, shut the fuck up! What is wrong with you? You can't say that stuff. That is something that really happened. I'm not, honestly, I've listened to that interview now like 15 times. I still can't, I don't, what is wrong with him? He's dangerous now. What's happened is, is Putin has lined his pocket with cash over the years, striking up deals to race in Sochi to bring Formula One to Russia. He's probably been paid over $50 million from him. So he's going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, Putin, yeah, he's, he's a right, sound body and mind. He knows what's going on. He knows exactly what he's doing. Oh, my fucking God. See, that's the corruption that's in Formula One. That now Bernie Eccleston is Team Putin in the Russia versus Ukraine war. So why do rich old white people that are involved in Formula One, think we are all waiting at home on the edge of our seats, waiting to hear their thoughts and opinions on any sort of matter. Do we give a fuck what Bernie's thoughts were on the matter? We can appreciate what people did for the sport, what he did for for Formula One, but we don't want to hear what he has to say. Perfect example, I love wrestling. I've referenced it hundreds of times on the potty. I love some WWE, some AEW, I love it. And I appreciated everything Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan has done for the sport, but do I give a flying fuck what their opinions are on things? Hulk Hogan has a habit of dropping the N-word himself and making sex tapes, being extremely racist. So not the ideal role model that's telling us to say our prayers, eat our vitamins and whatever the other fuck it was. Nelson PK and Bernie Eccleston have done a lot for the sport. They are F1 royalty. But the thing about the Royals over the years... They're sometimes a bunch of fucking cunts and assholes. They are. Prince Andrew? He's not looking too good these days, is he? That's actually just got me thinking, though. Like, seriously. Serious chat. Bring it in. If enough people died from Rona or war or something, could I eventually be crowned King of England? I... Like, I mean, we're talking, like, probably a billion people <laughs> would need to die, but could it happen? I think it could. I'd be a great king too. Anyway, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one thinking that we need to stop giving old relics a platform for their opinions because this new audience in Formula One, the drive to survive kids that I like to call them, they're the ones getting into the sport right now. Don't give a flying fuck who Nelson PK is or who Bernie Eccleston is. They don't care. Give us the current drivers. Give us the superstar actors from... The team principals, Christian Horner, Toto Wolf, that's who they care about. No? Stefano Dominicali, they I bet you people won't even care what his thoughts are, and he's currently in charge of F1. But here's what Hamilton had to say about it all. He says, I don't really know why we continue to give these older voices a platform. Because they're speaking upon our sport and we're looking to go somewhere completely different and it's not representative of who we are as a sport now and where we're planning on going. We're looking to grow in the US and other countries, South Africa, for example, and we need to be looking to the future and giving the young people a platform that are more representative of today's times and who we are trying to be in the direction and where we're going. 
It's not just about one individual. It's not just about one use of that term, the N-word. It's about the bigger picture. Exactly. The sport has changed so much from when those dinosaurs were fucking relevant. From an era of segregation to no blacks being allowed, women stay in the kitchen, dropping the N-word was part of everyday life. Befriending Putin was part of everyday life. Hamilton's pissed. Feels that Formula 1 needs to not wait and see when the next racist or idiotic outburst occurs and actually do something about it right now. And I agree. Now it's about actual real action. We've got to actually start acting. That's what he said. It just comes back down to F1, to the media. We should not be giving these people a platform. The old voices, where they're subconscious or consciously do not agree that people like me should be in the sport like this, whether women should be here, discrimination is not something we should be projecting and promoting and giving a platform to create and divide people. The last couple of weeks, I don't think there's been a day that's gone by that there's been someone who has not been relevant in our sport for decades try to say negative things and starting to bring me down. But I'm still here and I'm still standing strong. Here, here. Mr. Lewis Hamilton, yes! Formula One are very much, oh my God, women aren't included in the sport, let's create the W Series. Oh my God, black people aren't coming to the sport, let's let's do some Black Lives Matter, We Races One stuff. But then they go to the Middle East and watch all the oil nations climb over each other to buy some F1 rights and races in their nation. Hamilton agrees, he thinks the F1 is full of hot air. Often saying the right things, but not actually a lot of action taking place. He said, this is a growing business. Teams are making more money now than they've ever made before. And they'll continue to grow in doing so. I'm not aware of all the other funds that have been put towards DNI, diversity and inclusion. I'll be willing to bet it's not as much as we've already put in and are planning to put in. I've been on calls with all the F1 teams who have all agreed to be part of the F1 charter and they have still not signed and it's still not underway. No more can we be amplifying these voices that are just creating that divide out there. Here's a new rule. Here's the rule I'm adding to the Formula One. Stop giving attention to old, racist, rich white guys. These old Formula One drivers and owners and, and CEOs Sometimes they're idiots. Their thoughts and opinions are decades and decades old. But hey, it's not about me. What do you guys think? Let me know on the socials at Parker My Ferme on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Okay, Wilhelm, we need to get ready for the second half, all right? You ready to hit the buttons? Yeah, I is very ready. Very, I not stuff up this time. Okay, Wilhelm, I like to hear it. Go ahead, press the buttons. Cody. He's a stat man. For listening. He's a stat man. That was Wilhelm. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, I don't. I don't actually know what buttons to press. I never press the buttons properly. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to bring him back, aren't I? I'm gonna have to bring him back again. And this is bullshit because he keeps disrespecting me. All right. All right. I need him back. I need him back. I need back my Klaus. Doris, go get him. Go get my Klaus. He's the only one that can press these buttons right. Klaus! Please come back. I've been thinking of you and your behind. And in my dreams I've kissed your lips. A thousand times I sometimes see you passed out on the floor Hello, Klaus You're the one I'm looking for I can see between your thighs I can see it in your smile I get firm just thinking of you and my legs are open wide Cause you know just what to say And you know just what to do And I want to tell you so much I love you 
I long to see the breakfast in your pants And tell you time and time again Let's fucking dance Sometimes I feel my plums will overflow Hello I've just got to let you know Cause I want you pressing buttons And I love just what you do Are you sitting there feeling horny? Can I be the one loving you? Tell me will you please come back? Because I don't know what the fuck to do But let me start by saying Classy boy, I love you. I love you, Klaus, so much. You German man, I love you so. Go! Klaus, thanks for coming back. Yeah, thanks for having me, Cordy. I don't know why you keep locking me away. I always come back. I know you come back. You always do. But I gotta go. I'm getting a bit shitty at Wilhelm. I'm going to go chuck him into the dungeon for a little bit because he cannot press buttons to save himself. So please, while I'm doing that, just keep the people entertained, yeah? For generations, people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast. Racing was then born. And who was going to talk about all the racing? Why, Caldi, of course. Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Caldi. Oh, baby, baby. Whew. Who's fired up? Big second half coming your way. We're going to be talking about a little bit about the driver ratings in Formula One 22 video game, as well as Caldi's top five bold predictions for the British Grand Prix and the lock of the week. But, I mean, you saw it there. We covered off on Bernie being an old racist white guy. No, he, is he racist? I oh, know, but he likes he likes Vladimir Putin. Loves me and some Putin. I love me Putin. Oh, Putin. Oh, baby. And not to mention, we also got you a little bit of a preview on the British Grand Prix. But of course, later on is when you really want to listen because that's your tips. Oh, that's the bold predictions. I'm fired up. Make sure you also subscribe and follow on your podcast listing device because next episode will obviously break down everything that happened over the weekend. Oh man, the good, the bad, and the ugly from the British Grand Prix. It's going to be a good one too. Klaus, I am clearly just talking some shit. I pulled you out of the dungeon, all right? We're back on the same terms. We're feeling good. You've got to fade me out. You've got to recognize. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Make sure you like the socials at Park It In My Ferme on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oh, that is exactly what you need to do. Go ahead and like those socials. Slide into the DMs. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not too quick. You're going to hurt yourself. Don't worry. Quarter potters will catch you. Arms wide open. Hold you tight. Whisper sweet nothings into your ear because that's what we do here at the Piff Into Nothing Now Racing Circuit. Woo! Looking good today. $63 billion it cost me. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it a little bit, but it will make its money back pretty quickly. I just make these million dollar deals. Multi-million billion dollar deals. It's how I roll, baby. It's how we roll here at the Pimp Show. Pimpin' ain't easy. Damn straight. But we need to have a little chat about the Formula 122 game that just came out. See, I'm not like other podcasts because I'm actually good. No, 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 no. I'm not going to dedicate an entire show to the Formula 122 ratings because that just seems stupid. We're just going to go over a couple of things I don't like the look of. Okay? Right now, Esteban Ocon has an experience score of 63 out of 100. Okay. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's bad. I mean, Lewis Hamilton has a 93. Fernando Alonso has a 98. Seb Vettel has a 91. I mean, I'm, I guess they're looking at the amount of race starts, right? George Russell 
And Lando Norris have a score of 64 out of 100. So one higher than Esteban Ocon. Okay, that doesn't seem right. So, okay, then I mean, I might be wrong. The maths might not be there. Let's go have a look at the race starts. George Russell and Lando Norris, 69 starts in Formula One. Esteban Ocon, 98. So what's what's going on? So George Russell and Lando Norris has had 30 less starts in Formula 1, yet are rated higher than Esteban Ocon on experience. Also, George Russell and Lando Norris never won a Grand Prix. Esteban Ocon has. But that's going to bring me into my next point right now. A lot of people are getting upset. Oh, Sebastian Vettel, you gave him a score of 85 overall. That's ridiculous. You know, Pierre Gasly's an 84 overall. Charles Leclerc, 92 overall. Lando Norris is a 90 overall. But Sebastian Vettel, four-time world champ, is an 85. Yes, because it's based on how they're driving right now. But then that brings me to another point. The car is about 70% of this. If you're taking it purely just on how the driver drives a car, then you can't have Seb Vettel down there because he is a four-time world champ. You can't have Fernando Alonso on 89 because he's a two-time world champ. Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen are on 94 overall. They've done that on purpose. They definitely have done that on purpose because right now we're talking about this game. Right now other YouTube channels, podcasts are talking about this game and people are going to start buying it because we're looking at the ratings going, how the fuck have you got there? How the fuck... Is Joe Guan Yu worse than Nicholas Latifi? How the fuck's that happened? Daniel Ricciardo, 83 overall. I bet you if you stick Daniel Ricciardo in a Red Bull, again, or a Mercedes, or a Ferrari, he's going to be a bit further up the grid than that McLaren. So how do you justify that? So is that 83 overall? Is that the car score? Esteban Ocon and Danny Rick have the same score, 83 overall. I remember they were both in the same team only a couple of seasons ago. Daniel Rick pantsed Esteban Ocon. Made him look like a silly goose. So what's going on? What is going on with this? I'm, that's all I'm saying. All right, don't, t- don't look too much into it and go, oh, they're screwing over my... They screwed everyone over at some point. They've screwed everyone over. And if you look at them, all right... Carlos Sainz a 72 experience. He's been around for ages. What does that even mean? Oh, for example, they've clearly adjusted the ratings here just so the overall falls to where it is. And so then they can justify, oh, well, that's, that seems about right. So if we have a look here, Sebastian Vettel, 91 experience, 87 race craft, 92 awareness, pace is 83. So a 91 an 87, a 92, all right? Pace is 83, and his overall score is 85. So pace is the only thing pulling it down to 85. So that overall isn't even the average of all of those added together and divided by four. How are they even working these out? How are they all weighted? They're just plucking numbers out, right? Oh no, they've got a sophisticated algorithm. Sophisticated algorithm, guys. Joe Guan Yu, experience 47. Yuki Tsunoda, 55. What what makes up that eight-point difference? I'm getting a little annoyed. I'm getting a little pissed off. But I, I need to move on. I need to get over it. But what do you guys think? Let me know on the socials. At Parker, my firm, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. What drivers got screwed over? Should we even care? No. The answer, of course, is No. But I can see why some of the drivers are pissed off. Gosh, that was a funny video. No wonder Sebastian Vettel didn't want to do that one on camera because he got screwed over. It just doesn't make sense. I'm happy with giving him an 83 out of 100. At least explain it a little bit more. Or add in so many different attributes like they do in NBA 2K that it doesn't, the overall, you can't actually ever work it out in your head how they got to that overall. But anyway. Class, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Goldie, you need to calm down. You're going to get worked up. I know I am, Klaus. 
know what calms me though? Is when I check out the fresh new deals over at parkitinmyfermate.com slash merch. And you know why I've put the new deals up there. You know why? That's right. We give the people what they want. You gotta give the people what they want and what they want. Free shipping worldwide, a good price, great materials, great design. What else? What else do they want, Klaus? Yeah, maybe a little bit of a discount in these trying times. Maybe, Klaus, I don't know. Have a look in the description, boys and girls. Use the code Podcast Exclusive 5. It gets you 5% off with the free shipping worldwide. Woo! That's it! We give the people what they want. That's exactly right. Gotta give them what they want. You want more than 5%? Well, you sign up for the Legends Club. Like those legends up in the skybox behind you like they've done. Woo! Best seats in the house. They get a shout out in every show. They get 25% off in the merch store. They know that any funds that go through the Patreon to me right now makes this show bigger, better, bolder, stronger than ever. It all goes back into the show. They know that. If you look in the description, their names are etched in there for the rest of time. We've got Austin, Alex, Anthony, Caleb, Clint, John, Taylor. They are some legends, baby. You know why I've done all that? That's right. We give the people what they want. Oh, well, well, hell, well. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, we've got a race coming up this weekend, so it's time for... Coldies Top 5. Bold predictions for the British Grand Prix. Woo! I mean, honourable mention right away. Crofty's going to blow his load at some point talking about Lando, Russell and Hamilton. I mean, that's just a given. It should have been the luck of the week. But we're going to dive straight in. So coming in at number five. Cody's top five. Is Big Dick Danny Rick. Give your girl a bone. Daniel Ricciardo is going to beat Lando Norris. He's going to beat his teammate in that McLaren. I don't know why. I just feel a tingling sensation all the way down into my plums. Could be testicular cancer. But it could just be, oh, the Formula One gods just tickling away at the undercarriage of the Cultopotamus. And that's why I'm thinking Big Dick Denny Rick is going to get himself a nice little head-to-head win over Lando Norris, especially after bonking him in the face with the hippity hop. That was entertaining. Coming in at number four. Cody's top five. Nicholas Latifi. Yes, the Nicholas Latifi. He's going to crash. Not much more to it. He hasn't crashed for a few races now. He's definitely due. He's going off the track. He's spinning out. He's getting trapped in the gravel. Coming in at number three. Cody's top five. Fernando Alonso, two-time world champ. He's going to qualify inside the top five. I mean, he's great in the wet. Oh, just got to ask your mum. No, he is great in the wet. We saw it in Canada as well. Got himself a P2 in quali. He was looking pretty good in Australia as well with the overcast conditions. I reckon Silverstone, British Grand Prix, Saturday, in the wet. Alpine and Fernando Alonso are going to get that car within the top five. That's a guarantee. That's a Cody top five bold prediction. Coming in at number two. Cody's top five. I mean, I'm just going to hit record on this and play it back every single time because George Russell's getting a top five finish, baby. Woo! Easy money. I've got, to, I've got to string together a couple of these and get them correct. And finally, coming in at number one in Cody's top five bold predictions. Sorry, Klaus. Cody's top five. Klaus, Cody's. Cody's oh top five. That's it. Coming in at number one. Red Bull are going to get a one-two finish. Red Bull are going to finish first and second. You know it's Max Verstappen and then Perez. I'm not even going to try and, oh, but Perez could win. <laughs> no. They prioritise Max, and they should. I wish they wouldn't. I wish they'd let him race and have some fun, but it makes sense. Makes the team more money. It's just safer. It's good investment. Max will win. Sergio Perez will come second. And that was... Cody's Top 5. Ooh, but now, Klaus, can you just give me a hand with this? Can you give me a hand? Oh, gosh, it's heavy. Is this getting heavier each week? Doris can do this by herself. Why does it need two of us? Help me. There we go. Oh, it's moving now. It's really moving now. Woo. Here we go. Oh, my. Ooh. 
Come on. There we go. It's really secure. I don't want anyone to get to it. Caldy's Lock of the Week. Thank you, voiceover man. The Lock of the Week. Well, it's going to be Helmet Marco is the next one out there that's going to say the N-word. <laughs> that is the Lock of the Week. I reckon out of everyone in Formula 1, Helmet Marco is going to say the N-word next. So the Caldy's Top 5, we've got Big Dick Danny Rick beats our teammate Lando Norris. Number 4, Nicholas Latifi crashes. Number 3, Fernando Alonso qualifies inside the top five. Number two is George Russell, top five finish in the race. And number one is Red Bull 1-2. Max Verstappen wins. Sergio Perez comes second with the lock of the week being Helmut Marco is the next person to say the N-word. Woo! I mean, what a prediction. Unbelievable. He knows what he's doing. The Cultipotamus knows what he's doing. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, episode 164 done and Dusted, put a little bow on that, give it a kiss, send it on its way. It's feeling good. Ooh. Make sure you go to parkitinmyfermate.com if you've missed out on any of the previous episodes. Also, go and like the socials. At parkitinmyfermate on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you subscribe and follow on your podcast listening device because we've got a banger coming up for you on Monday. We've got to break down everything that's happened at the British Grand Prix and probably all the other news going on with the racist remarks. The, the Russian support, all this. Oh, my God, it's ridiculous right now. But if you want to sign up and get 25% off your merch, get your name read out in every episode, join the others in the skybox, get your name in the description, go down in history and support the show, patreon.com slash parkitinmyfermate. Join the Legends Club like Austin, Alex. Guys, I'll be calm down. I'll be up there in a second. Alex, Alex. Anthony, Caleb, Clint, John, and Taylor. You guys are the greatest people on earth. Thank you to the cherubs and muffins that listen to this show. And as always, thanks for listening. That's it, baby. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.